Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Another week uh, to On the Town with Tanya. Uh, it's going to be um, a long week, it seems like. It's hot today, so forgive me for sweating, but that's what it is. Um, so this week, what do we have for you? Uh, we have a, uh, a, a fabulous uh, life coach that is going to be with us today. She is a former foster youth who has overcome adversity, uh, trauma, and many other life obstacles. And now she has a passion for helping other women like herself who want to focus on their physical and emotional mental well-being. She is an advocate for foster youth and is the founder of Blake Coaching. Please welcome Denise Blake. Hi. Hi, Tanya. Nice to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you so much and welcome. I appreciate you coming. Um, so so wellness is a big uh, issue Um after the pandemic, very big issue. So if, even, I can't even imagine being a foster kid in this pandemic, but just for anybody, mm -hmm. wellness is a big issue. Uh, many people are trying to get back into shape mentally and physically. Can you share uh, just a piece of your story and how you came to uh, came about with Blake Coaching? Uh, well, I'm actually a certified, a registered cardiology technologist first time. So I work in the healthcare industry. I'm on the front lines. I've been on there since the be beginning of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, I was also a life and health coach prior to that. Mm -hmm. But during the pandemic, I saw that it was uh, more needed, a service that was more needed. Mm -hmm. You see that uh, people were um, not able to take care of themselves because the gyms had closed, uh, you know, socializing had shut down basically, and it was affecting everyone's uh, mental, physical, emotional well-being. Uh, prior to the pandemic, I had experienced some mental health issues myself. Mm -hmm. uh, for years and years, I was a single mom. So I guess I hadn't focused on my own mental health because I was so focused on raising my child. And um, he went away to college. And then, you know, you have the whole empty nest syndrome kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started to see like anxiety was setting in more. Um, things from my past trauma were coming up and I was like, what the heck is going on? Right. Like I thought I dealt with this years ago, but obviously it was just buried right. because I was focused on something else. So um, I did my health and life coaching certification and my, I do help women who just want to get back on track with their health and wellness. But I also have a really strong passion for helping people like myself um, that have been in foster care and are past the um the stage where you can get services that the government will help assist you with all the different things right there in, right in the yeah the real world right yeah. because i don't know what it's like in the states but i know in canada if you're over 25 mm -hmm. it's really hard to get any kind of help um for a former foster youth because i know like you know, you have these, a lot of people become single parents at a young age. Right. Um, I did at 23. Guilty. Yeah. And I was 22. Right. So, yeah. So that kind of stumps you from being able to go on to college yeah. to be able to get a better education because now you have a person that you're responsible for. Yes. Um, so just like, you know, little trip ups along the way that kind of slow your progress right. into becoming a better version of yourself and, I think if I had had guidance along the way, mm -hmm. when I was at that age, mm -hmm. I would have been able to become successful more quickly in all areas of my life. 
That's amazing. So, so your, your story kind of inspired you to move forward and say, well, how can I help somebody else basically? Absolutely. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. Um, so, so foster youth, you know, as far, I'm a former foster youth, as you know, um, but we mm -hmm. often carry around uh, trauma that's not processed. What, what does Blake coaching um, teach or can they show um, former foster youth or even people without parents? I mean, there's people who are not legally mm -hmm. in the system, but should have been in the yeah. system. Is there some yeah. kind of guide tip that you do that's different than somebody else? Um, a lot of the focus is on self-care. Like that's a big thing nowadays. Like a lot of people are talking about self-care and mindset and things like that. But mm -hmm. for me um, and how I incorporate it in my programs is that when you focus on yourself, Mm -hmm. then you have time to process the trauma that you probably hadn't been able to previously because you didn't have any support or you didn't want to uh, face it because it's just so painful. Absolutely. Absolutely. God of you that actually understands my story may not be the same as yours and right. vice versa, but we right. know what it's like to feel that sense of wanting to belong somewhere. Um, yes. You know, um, you're, to be able to feel like okay i am worth something even though these things happen to me and these people didn't love me the way a child is supposed to be loved i yeah. am worthy of love and i deserve it and yes. i'm gonna do what i can to make sure that everybody else that is going through those things they're gonna feel that you know you are worth whatever it is that you want to have in your life yes. all the good things Absolutely. and yeah and i'm there to guide um by helping people like take care of yourself physically mentally and emotionally and i've i've done some trauma counseling certifications and stress management and things like that so that's all incorporated in my program so you focus on all those different things and mm -hmm. if you want to talk about your trauma you can but you know you can do the self-care thing and mm -hmm. learn how to uh put yourself first and really take care of yourself and when you do that, you work on the inside, then the outside starts to match. Yeah, that's that's a big thing right now because a lot of us are finding that um, even people that weren't in foster care are finding that we were always taking care of somebody else, especially women. We have a habit of doing that. Oh, I'll mm -hmm. do it. Oh, yes. okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Knowing you have five hundred other engagements, right? We just we're like the yes. <laughs> yeah, your to do list. Yeah, yeah. We never know how to say your to do list really keeps getting longer. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. Even myself, I have to stop myself and say, that's being a yes woman, stop. You know, because it's like, sounds good, but you don't need to commit to that because that's not on your plan, you know? And yeah. we, we have to, I, and I guess that's, maybe that's part of me being a foster youth, um, me being around, uh, moved around so much. Do you find um, any um, other foster youth who have, uh, we were talking about this, a group and I, uh, of other foster youth, uh, how we have, um, we're like worry warts. You know, everything's like a worry because, you know, moving around, especially when you move 30 times, you're like, everything could change every minute. Every time you move, it's something different. So so as you go into your adult life, um, you know, while you're in control of what happens, you still always have that waiting for the egg to drop, waiting. Is it going to drop now or is it going to drop later? So so those are those some of the things you work with in showing people um, how to bypass those things that that actually helped you while you were in it. Um, but now that you're out, yeah. you need to like step back and say, okay, I don't need that anymore. It's like an old dress that doesn't fit. It's a little too tight. It's like, I don't need that. Exactly. One. I love that analogy. Right? Right? Yeah, it was cute. Even butter is not going to squeeze me back into that thing. Exactly. 
exactly. I, I love this yeah. what you're doing because uh, I wish you were around when I was. I mean, I got to say, my foster mother was pretty good, and she didn't even know she was teaching me lessons because she was a minister. So I would listen to those ministry things, and that helped. But that's sort of like a life coach, you know. What I'm saying, but people say, "How did you make it through that?" Because I was, you know, sexually abused as a kid. You know, a lot of stuff happened. But I tell yeah. people. But guys, she's frozen because she's all the way in Canada. So please uh, bear with us on our internet. Uh, you know, um, not everybody has it the same, I guess. And, and you learn this when you go all different parts. There's no fiber up here. <laughs> no fiber ops and no 5G going on. So it's okay. Uh, but yeah, so you, you know, there's things that we use in our childhood. And that's even if you're not a foster youth, there's things that we use in our traumas that happen in our foster youth, um, in, our, in our childhood, excuse me, um, yeah. that we carry to our adulthood and that's when it's bad. Mm -hmm. And I love life coach because you know, the life coaching thing that's going on now, it's a big movement um, because mm -hmm. it really helps people learn to live on life terms. Like we say that for addicts, but people need to learn that. How to live on, yeah, this absolutely. is what I, I'm working with. This is all I'm capable of. And this is where yeah. my goal is to get to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's uh, I'm good. Have you um, have you seen results uh, between the, uh, you know, with um, former foster particularly, but have you seen results where people are picking different friendships and different relationships? They're making yes. good choices, right? Eating yeah. differently. Yes. Um, one of the things that uh, I've noticed with, and it was with myself as well as some of my past clients, um, because for life coaching, there's different areas. Like we focus on money, education, um, relationships is a oh, big one because yes, you take yes. it when you, when you're a child, if you've suffered any type of abuse or neglect from either one of your parents or yes. both of them, yes. you are not getting the basic needs that you're supposed to have as a child. You're not yeah, getting, well, that about those, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the, yeah, like, exactly. How many is it? Uh, I forgot how many. There's a certain amount of needs. If you don't get them met, then they become yeah. There's like three major ones, like your sense yeah. of belonging, yes. uh, safety, and yes. um, oh my goodness, the I other forgot one the is, other one too. But yeah, but I know. Oh, no, but it's like food and clothing and shelter yeah. and right. Like you're not getting all of those things, or even just one of those things. That's that's something that's going to trigger. Uh, behavior in the future as an adult like I was infamous for sabotaging relationships with uh, males because yeah. if they seemed like like if they seemed like they were too good to be true right. I was like hightailing it and running because yeah I'm gonna leave before I get left kind of thing right so yeah. I was 40 before I actually settled down with somebody and I've been married now almost five years, but I never, ever thought I was going to get married That's because me. I was so either, okay, I'd pick the bad boy. Right. And think, oh, I'm going to fix this guy. Right. And put myself through all this torture because mm -hmm. I felt like I didn't deserve, I wasn't worthy of somebody good. And then when somebody good came along, I was like, okay, wait now. Right. What's up? Okay, what's wrong with this guy? He seems yeah. too good to be true. And yeah. then I just do whatever. I just run. Right. Right. So, but yeah, that's one of the things that I've seen in a lot of my clients that the same thing, like you leave before you get left because you're afraid. Right. To get, yeah. Maslow's hierarchy. Maslow's hierarchy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I forgot. Mr. Attorney knows. He knows. Me too. <laughs> um, but, but you uh, know, you do what you can with yes, what you have. Right. And if you don't have that support, mm -hmm. it's really hard to be able to make um, 
life decisions. I mean, there, these are things that are affecting your life. Yes. Forever, I, I, right. I know. I mean, I think of all the people I know and all the people I've worked with, I worked in counseling for over 15 years and mm -hmm. I see, you know, so many people, um, and not just foster kids. That's just, and it's a people issue. It's not even just the mm -hmm. foster kid issue. Exactly. Because if you don't have those two loving parents somewhere, and if you have a whole host of brothers and sisters and you didn't get the love you need, guess what? It's yeah. gonna it's gonna pour out. Uh, this is my friend. She used to say this. I'm trying to think who told me this first. I don't know if Ingrid, my friend Ingrid, told me this first or who it was. But someone said whatever problems you had in childhood, if you haven't solved them or work through them by time you're 30, they will fall out of the closet like a skeleton. That's I, exactly what talking about. Like it was like, yeah, whatever. But I did 30 years of therapy, so I think I'm good. But <laughs> most people, they don't think of those things. Like, yeah, maybe I need to take some side class, see what's going on up in the brain, the tinker and play around with it a little something, right? Most people yeah. don't think that because we think we're fine if we have a great job, right? If I look yeah. good. Um, yes. I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying if someone <laughs> thinks they look you good, do look good. <laughs> if they have a great mate, they think, right? We think everything's fine. So yeah. we don't see anything until something hits us. Um, but, exactly. but we have to stop. And I say stop. <clears throat> excuse me. I just caught something in my throat. Stop, breathe, and look around and say, wait, is this normal? Mm. Is this the way things are supposed to be going? Because most people, I say out of a relationship of 100 people, I probably would say, and I know it sounds crazy, I'd probably say 80 probably have it messy. Yeah. Messy. Like it, it works. Just, it may sad, work. Yeah. yeah. Something's mm -hmm. dysfunctional. And if you step back and look, you're like, oh, yeah. And why do you do these things? Probably this is another thing. Have you heard this before as a coach? Um, you usually attract the mate, um, a mate who brings you the attention you got in your childhood. Or not attention, but that whatever that was going on in the house, or, that's what you yeah. like. Or yeah. the opposite, you could be told, you could be the black sheep. So, yes. Yeah. 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 Isn't that crazy? The other. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? I, yeah. I think that's absolutely crazy. So if you grew up in an abusive household, you may not abuse anybody, but you might go totally opposite of the parent that was the abuser and be like, I will never be like them. So I'm going to exactly. do it. Z. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you may be just like them saying you're saying yeah. out of your mouth, you're not, but you're doing the same habits that they did. So yes. um, yeah. I think it's very important. I think it's very interesting. I love psych. I minored in psych. I should have got a degree in it uh, because I just, I could talk about it all day long because people are ever changing, but some things never change. And, and the one thing is if you don't get all those needs met, guess what? I can predict who you will be or what, you, what realm you'll yes. be in, yeah. you know? Um, so what, um, have you ever not been able to help someone or that you had to like really refer to psych, you know, so like, has there ever been a time where you're like, oh boy, maybe this is uh more than I can chew. Uh, so you're frozen. Give me a second guys. She's frozen. So let's read this. Kathy. Hey ladies. Our mom, uh, brought a foster sister into our home, a uh, year older, but grade in school, 34th grade circa 1960. She often, so often, I wish I could have kept in contact. I have no idea what or why or where she went. The ripple effects are broad. Wow, Kathy. Yeah, so uh, she'll be back. You're back with us. Oh. <laughs> I was reading something. I was reading while you were frozen. I was reading something from Kathy uh, that she had wrote about. She had a, a foster sister in uh, 1960s, and she wished she would have known, uh, been able to find her. Um, but that's, I just did that till you came back. So I apologize. We'll get, we'll get back to that, okay. Kathy. 
but go ahead. We were saying, have you ever not been able to help somebody? You know what I'm saying? Yes, I have. Um, I uh, met several clients of mine actually that um, I had suspected that maybe they had a mental illness that wasn't diagnosed mm -hmm. um, and they'd never had therapy or treatment of any kind. So I would refer them on because I'm just here to help with the life skills part of it and right. the wellness part of it. Mm -hmm. But I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist or a, a certified counselor. I'm a okay. life coach. So I help people that know that they need help with certain things and just yes. want a little push forward. I actually, they have the answers inside. I just draw them out. Right. But okay. I, that's good. Sorry. Did we freeze again? Denise? <laughs> oh, there you go. It's okay. Sometimes, guys, it happens. Remember, we are spoiled here on my side. I know we're spoiled rotten. So it doesn't happen like that all the time. So it's okay. It's no big deal. Uh, but yeah, so sometimes <laughs> there are people that you can't help. Um, yeah. Let's see. You, you do one-to-one -one coaching as well, right? Yes. So... Sorry, guys. That happens with the that happens uh, where we freeze up, and sometimes we have to come out the room and come back in. Uh, so I apologize for that. Um, yeah, let me see, uh, Kathy. I'm gonna see if I can answer your question. Uh, well, it wasn't a question. You said I wish I would have kept in touch. You know, often until um, she comes back, I will answer this. Often, you know, when people have foster youth or foster children and they have to go to different places, I think it's a cool idea to keep in touch with them. Um, and I think it gives them some, some form of stability that there is somebody in their life that's constant, even if they're not in their home no more. Um, so I never understood why the agency is just like, go, go and never talk to them again. Um, it doesn't make sense to me because there are families that are like, no, I'd like to stay in touch. And they, I know a young lady now, she's still, she'll be back with us. Denise will be back. Uh, she, I know a young lady now and she, um, I'm just explaining one thing. Sorry. I know a young lady and she's, um, She's no longer in the foster home for years, but the, the aunt keeps in touch with her and helps her do college. So you can do that on your own. Like that's a big thing. And it really helps. I have foster brothers and siblings um, that I went back to find after I left because I was like, I'm not speaking to those two, but why am I not speaking to the other ones? That doesn't make sense. So I found them. Thank God for Facebook, sort of. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and I was able to build a relationship with them, you know, luckily before they passed. But so that was, it's a good thing. Keep oh, in touch yeah. if you can. I, I always say that, but you're back, Denise. So yes, um, I went out, came back that's okay. It's, this is, this is the way, this is uh, the way it's supposed to really go. You know, nothing's supposed to be perfect anyway. Uh, we're lucky when we do get it that way. So um, yeah. one other thing you talked about, um, busy women who have not made time for themselves and looking for healthy, natural alternatives to wellness without dieting. That Talk about that. Um, well, that's part of my health coaching. And also um, I have a, that's one-on-one -on -one coaching. I also. Mm -hmm. You also. Evolution. So we do um, workouts three days a week. Uh, mm -hmm. We have wellness workshops every Tuesday evening. We have Zumba class, yoga class once a month and Reiki meditation. So it's a little bit of everything rolled into one. Um, mm -hmm. the busy women aspect of it, like I'm guilty of this. Uh, I'm sure you are too. Most women are because we focus on everyone else. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you, sometimes you don't realize that you're not at your complete wellness uh, mm -hmm. until you, you have a symptom 
And by trying to take care of yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, um, you're a step ahead of the game because you don't give your body a chance to just, you know, you get to this point and, okay, well, I already have high cholesterol or my blood pressure is already through the roof or what have you, right? right. Um, or my mental health is not stable because I put it off for so long. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, with those programs, we really dive in deep and find out what it is that's stopping someone from reaching their ultimate health goals. Um, okay. And it may be something deeper than, you know, eating a nutritious meal. Right? right. There may be more to it than that. So we dive deeper into that and yeah. it's really individualized so what work what would work for me may not work for you what mm -hmm. works for you and myself may not work for the next person so they're really individualized and customized to each person mm. um yeah so you know it's it's really just giving the person an opportunity to find out okay why have i been putting off taking care of myself so long mm -hmm. what is my my ultimate goal and what am I going to do to get there? And then they have that support and accountability along the way in a non-judgmental space with exactly. somebody who's been there, right? Exactly. And I don't believe in dieting and like, you know, deprivation and you got to count your calories and you got to count your points. And I don't believe in that at all. It's right. more about like, if you want to eat it, eat it, but just do it in moderation. You still get the satisfaction of eating things that you really like, but then, right. you know, you're doing it in a healthy manner. And just mm -hmm. get out and move your body so like there's really uh four pillars of wellness that i focus on and that's yes. mindset mm -hmm. yeah so it's mindset movement nutrition and community so community okay. is the relationship part of it that yep. comes in every time in Absolutely. every program right so Give me an example of community so like would you go out to the gym or would you well no because if they're with you they don't need the gym so would you go out to an event or an activity so that you're part of the community what was what's that about uh, well community in my uh wellness group that's um all the people that are in the group supporting each other so mm -hmm. um you know if one person has a recipe that they they'd like to share with uh, the rest of the group they can go in and post it somebody else might go in and post a selfie out on a walk oh, or after oh, so real community, community. okay yeah so like you're building your own community within the group of people that are not there to judge you they're Yes, they're not there to judge you. I got that. Uh, so sorry, guys, we lost Denise again. She'll be back with us again. Um, uh, but yeah, so guys, you can also take her wellness program too. She does oh, a, there you are. Uh, there you go. I was like, oh, we lost her again. It's okay. I was going for you. We do, I was talking about the four week version. I know, I could, I could hear you. I just couldn't see you. <laughs> and men, men can be included too. So that's. Yes, it's not just for women. My son is actually in the group with us. So. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, it's like an all round program um, to really dive into like minded people that are trying to do the same thing for themselves. And mm -hmm. maybe on a day that you don't feel like getting up and working out, or you don't want to go for a walk, or mm -hmm. you're you're reaching for that bag of chips or something, mm -hmm. and you might just look in the group, and then all of a sudden somebody posted a picture of themselves out for a walk or they posted something that they made that was a healthier version of one of their favorite dishes. It's kind of like that little 
bit of accountability and support from people that are trying to be, go on the same path as you with regard to their health and wellness. And it's, it's a psychological thing too, because you know, okay, well, I'm not alone in this. There is somebody out there that's going through the same thing and they totally get it. I totally see what you're saying. Um, I see mm -hmm. you, you talk about the need um, that you worked, you worked in the medical field for over mm -hmm. 10 years and um, that you recognize that there's a great need for patient support outside. Can you talk about that? Because I was just telling someone that today that um, yeah. you know, doctors say she in the office and then that's it. It's like, okay. But it's yeah. like, don't you need just a pinch or a move or a kick or whatever? You need extra little <laughs> something. And it's like, yeah. maybe that's where a life coach comes in at. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I still work full time as a cardiology technologist uh, in a local hospital here. I'm the only tech, so I see every patient um, in this region oh, wow. and, you know, anybody with heart conditions. So it could be blood pressure, high cholesterol, cardiovascular disease or whatever. And a lot of uh, diabetes, like a lot of these things, these lifestyle diseases can be um, prevented or yes. even, you know, if not prevented because of genetic predisposition, then at least you can prolong your life without you know, without that d disease creeping in too early, just yes. by uh, lifestyle changes. Well, that's so funny you say that. My my brother died of forty one heart disease, uh, yeah. and his body like Michael Jordan. Even the coroner was like, "I've never seen heart disease look like this." He yeah. had a six pack, the whole nine. He had a body of a twenty year old. And so, yeah. um, the weird thing is that, um, you know, they say it's uh, hereditary or whatever heart disease. But my great grandfather's both of them to be a hundred years old. And they smoke mm -hmm. cigarettes, tobacco, you name it. But they grew up on a farm with all organic stuff. So I don't know. Yes. Louisiana, I don't know if that's what the factor was. Yeah. But I'm like, uh, most of the people in my fa the family back in the day that I researched, they lived a long time. So mm -hmm. I don't know what what happened. But uh, yeah. But I do and, think for myself, I take precaution yeah. by trying to eat 90% plant based, and I try not yes. to cook too much food anymore. I try to, you know, I'm trying, it's hard to do. It's very hard. It is. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's really eating from the garden of Eden is the best way to go because mm -hmm. that is, you get heart disease. In my opinion, you get clogged arteries because foods that don't process that the body can't identify. That's not a, a live food. It says, okay, well, I'll just sit here on the wall for a while and hang out in the colon or I'll hang out <laughs> over here in the artery. You know, that, yeah. that's kind of how I see it. Right. But if it's a, yes. a lot of plant or a thing that, that was made by God, I say, um, then mm -hmm. it knows how to process and get everything else through and get the junk out. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. how I see it. So. Yeah. And everybody is different. So yeah. not just everybody, but everybody itself. Right. So what somebody can eat uh, that is deemed healthy, somebody yeah. else may not be able to eat. Like I know for myself, I have like multiple allergies is actually an, an allergy syndrome that I have. So I develop allergies to certain foods because of the plant that it may be similar to. So, you know what, I may be eating healthy items, but um, that may not be the best thing for my body. So I always tell my clients, listen to your body. That's the, the best lab <laughs> that, that that's out there. Right. You know, absolutely. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So um, with regard to like seeing patients at the hospital, a lot of the the, the things that I see are due to lifestyle diseases yes. and they can be prevented mm -hmm. if you change the modifiable risk factors. So say smoking, um, eating too much 
cholesterol food with high in fats and cholesterols and chemicals and and things like that if right. if you see a um container of food on a shelf a can or a box or whatever if mm -hmm. there's more than three ingredients in it put mm -hmm. it back because it's going to be full of chemicals right and yeah. then you know you see these high incidences of cancer yeah on the rise everywhere yeah. um, what is in what is causing this like you know it, it's water there something because i saw the map at sloan memorial catering here in new york um yeah. and i had three lumps removed so i'm you know whatever but i was lucky that they said that they said how did you even know that something was wrong i was like i knew you yeah. gotta pay to your body i know when something's wrong with my body uh, yeah. because i listen to it literally i lay down and listen to it when i'm doing this chakra thing i listen to every last thing and and i know when something's off so mm -hmm. I'm blessed, but most women were not that blessed. I saw the yeah. cancer map for Westchester County. It's horrible. Hor yeah. I mean, people in rich areas. So it's not even, doesn't matter where you live. Yeah, it's not a socioeconomic thing. Nope, yeah. It's not. People think that just saw Flint, Michigan has bad water. Hate to tell you, they're not the only ones. Yeah. They're the only ones that got busted, but there's way yeah. more. And trust me when I tell you, you can tell how healthy things are by a society. If cancer rates are high, clearly, like, I mean, literally, I probably know like one out of like eight people that had cancer or had cancer or someone they know had cancer. Like, that's a lot. You know, that's a lot. When I was growing up, it was, oh my gosh, your great grandmother has cancer. Now it's like, oh, oh yeah, I have to go get treatment. So she's back. There you go. I have to go get treatment. Now everybody has cancer. It seems like every other person or something. Yeah. Uh, that, that's an, That's a clear indicator to me. That environment, water, or food, something, something's getting something. So but I know you're on Frozen for one second, but I'm going to, I have to take a little commercial break um, and I have to do a sponsorship. Uh, so give me one second, stay right there. Hopefully you'll be back, um, guys. Uh, so, and then I'm going to read from the chats, okay? So here we go. If you guys are looking for a comedian to hire, uh, Tony Viagra, he's a professional stand up comedian. And you can reach uh, his people at Tony Viagra Comedy at gmail.com if you are looking for a comic. All right, I'm back. She's going to come back with us. And um, let's see. Here we go. So, um, yeah, guys. So, I'm going to read the chat. Let's see. We got you back. I'm going to read the chat here. Thank you. I had to do a little sponsor real quick. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, let me see. I'm going to read the chats and say hello to you guys. First of all, thank you guys all for watching. I appreciate it. Grandma Norma, I see you out there. I see you, uh, Synchro Negro. I see you out there. <laughs> That's my co-host of another show I do called Five Black Comics. It's hilarious. It's not oh hilarious. God. It hasn't been hilarious because we have to talk about issues in the community. That's not fun. Mm -hmm. um, like yeah. shoot, shootings and stuff like that. Not mm -hmm. fun. But we have to do it because somebody has to do it. Exactly. Um, who else is out there? Uh, Tony. What's up, Tony? Um, let's see. Yep. Tony Viger. That's our comic out there. And and so is uh, Cinco Negro. <laughs> I love that name. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> hey, Grandma says a couple friends watching the show. Uh, to Norma's friends out there, whoever you are, thank Hi. you so much for taking the time to watch uh, Denise and I and uh, Anne Marie. Hey, thank what's you, up? Anne Marie. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And that's right, Tony. You know what it was. Um, <laughs> Aslo's hierarchy. See, I would have failed that class. Look at that. Um, Joe. Hey, Joe, what's up? I haven't seen you in so long. Oh my gosh. That's nice to see you. And Kathy, we got you already. I answered that question. I think that you keep looking. If you have, if you have a foster kid in your house, your foster sibling, don't lose the connection. If it was a good connection, right? Why? Yeah. I, I lost connection with my brothers for like 15 years. I was associating two bad brothers with all the other great brothers, which was mm -hmm. stupid. 
So I had to go back and someone said, go look for them on Facebook. And I found them like 15 years later. Thank God. So that was a good thing. Kathy. Oh, you can find her. Keep looking, Kathy. Everybody's on Facebook. I hate to tell you, most people are have vanity. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to tell you that. I hate to be the one to tell you, but that's how it goes. Uh, who else is here? Gina. Is that Gina? Good advice. Okay. Thank you, Tony. Hello. Oh, hi, hugs to you, Gina. <laughs> Love you, Gina. Oh, she has a great book, by the way. Uh, you got to check out her book. It's almost done. We're waiting for my Italian therapy. Yes, we're waiting. Oh. For so you can get that ebook. Check that out on Kindle. Uh, Gina Fiore. That's right. Um, so we're back, Denise. And um, any last advice do you would like to give us before we leave to anybody who may be stressed after the pandemic, maybe trying to get it back together? Like what advice could you give somebody to leave us on a good note? Um, I think the main thing is to listen to your body. Mm -hmm. um, it will be the best indicator of whatever's going on inside, whether it's physical or emotional. Yes. Take care of you. Um, if you can't get outside and do it, do things inside that you love. Read a book, listen to a podcast, watch a movie. Yes. Yes. Watch a movie for sure. That is, uh, that is definitely one way. Um, guys, give me a second. Um, oh. yep. Yeah. There you go. It's okay. So, you guys, I'm used to it. You guys, I know sometimes it can be frustrating for you, but it's okay. Like I said, sometimes you have to work with it. You know, the world is at a place after the pandemic where you need to have patience and you need to be able to say, okay, maybe it won't be that way today. That's fine. As long as the message is clear, that's what you want to know. So okay. thank you so much for, for joining us. I really appreciate it. I'm going to end. Uh, I usually always end with a song. Um, and actually, yes, my daughter did write it, but I'm going to end with it anyway. It's a TikTok. Uh, so just a little piece of it. And then, um, and then I'll end. I want to thank you guys so much for watching out there. Um, give me a second and just hang out with us, Denise, for one second. Sure. For my thing. And uh, I'll come right back after this thing. I'm going to do one more time. So here we go. Guys, if you're looking for a comedian, hire uh, Tony Viagra. He's a professional stand-up comedian. And you can reach him at TonyViagraComedy at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for watching this week. I appreciate you all. Uh, I see one new comment. I'll say hello to you. Who's that? Uh, oh, Gina. Uh, Gina, Gina, thank you. And uh, Tony. Thank you, Tony. Thank you. Yeah, we love Tatiana. Tati that's uh, by Tatiana. I didn't even say her name. Hello. That's by Tatiana. <laughs>
It's uh, you can find it. Yeah, thank you. My daughter wrote it. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, or you can buy it on uh, what's it? Apple Music, Spotify. It's on all those fun things. Uh, but you can also see it for free on YouTube if you want. Uh, make sure you go there, like, subscribe. You know how it is. Uh, it's <laughs> up there, so go check it out. Uh, and she's also featured in this month's ta Talent Manual magazine, uh, run by uh, Mercedes Barato. So check that out too. All right. So this is it, guys. I appreciate you guys for watching and Denise, hang out for a minute. We're just going to sure. end. And um, thank you guys. I'll see you guys again on Thursday. I'm actually having another Farmer Foster Youth and it's a, you know, empowering week. It's very empowering. We're trying to empower people and show people that anybody can do anything they want, no matter where you came from. So that that's exactly. the thing. All right. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys. And we'll see you again on Thursday. Mm -hmm.